Welcome, Geekonomics. We're back. It's another edition of the show. We are both exhausted. So the show is going to be very draggy. So draggy that I'm doing the news today. That's how slow the day is for the I, two of us. We are um, both exhausted. Okay, so a, a, a peek into our lives. A peek into my life. Yes. Um, last week was a crazy week for me. Um, yes. We end up putting uh, one of our cats down on Saturday. Yes, um, R.A.P. Petunia. Petunia. And she was a sweetheart, and I miss her dearly. Yes. Uh, we've had her for about – she was our first cat we ever got – the first animal we ever got together. Um, yes, and we, that orange ball of fur. Yeah, we got her when we first moved on to Peggy Lane. When we moved into Enfield from Springfield, she was our first yes. animal. We already had Butters, the dog. Yeah. But – yes. Uh, first cat and um she's about 14 um uh, and cancer of course got her it seems to mm-hmm. be the case with all the animals that have been dying in the last two years it's yes. a case of cancer um and her health just declined quickly um we did all we could we spent all the money we possibly could spend without going bankrupt um so it, it, it was uh, the week of vet visits. Mm-hmm. Uh, hard decisions. Hard decisions to be made, spending yeah. time with her, um, and making a decision that you never want to make. Yeah. Um, but the decision was ultimately the best decision because she was not, her quality of life was getting, was getting worse, um, and we didn't want her to spend her last moments on earth uh you know horribly yeah. in a bad situation in pain or anything. in pain yeah and it was yeah and, and you know you as a as a, a pet owner you go yeah. am i doing everything right could i do anything yeah. better doing it for me or am i doing it for the animal i know so you you yeah. we have thoughts we go back and forth but ultimately we, we had to make a, a, a decision uh, we had to make that on Saturday. Originally, we were going to do it on Friday, uh, but other things happened, so we couldn't. Yeah. And we got to spend some more time with her, which was nice. Um, so I really, I forgot about Loki. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot about most of anything. It was yeah. just getting work. Had a week. Yeah. So and not uh, only that, you also had to get ready and prepared for the launch of today. If you folks don't know, is the debut of the final episode. Of Twin Peaks Unwrapped. Yes. Yeah. That was a weird three. Well, I'm saying so you have like all these things going on, and you had that going on as well as the show yesterday. Yeah. You had a week. I had a week. Well, here's a little note, little little fun fact. Uh, ben and myself recorded our final episode two weeks ago. Yeah. So 
I had edited that um, last week. Um, so I, I had it done on Sunday. Last Sunday I had that done because mm. I knew it was going to have a busy week getting ready for our show this Sunday. Um, so I got that done. Luckily, that wasn't in my way. That wasn't anything I had yeah. to worry about. The only thing I had to worry about was getting flyers out, spending some time online to really promote the show, um, and then packing the car up, getting everything priced. getting Because this is like the first big show I've had in a very long time. Yeah. And almost a year, over a year. Um, so it that was in itself wiped me out. I got home last night, man. Um, I crashed. I crashed hard. Like, oh, I'm, I, I, I know. It was I, like five o'clock. I didn't even have a booth of my own and I was exhausted. I can't even imagine what it was like if I had to like actually do things. It was the heat. The heat wiped the crap out of me, man. It was just that. And I think it was just the, the, the whole situation was yeah. very exhausting. It was, um, overall, it was a good show. It was just a good show. It, it's a tough one because it's a new location. Yeah. A lot of folks who knew where the old location was, that was getting more popular. Yeah. Well, a lot like a, a friend, our friend Josh Pierce had shown up yeah. and he goes, Oh, I put it in my GPS. On. Holy crap, it's 40 minutes away. Yeah. He still came out, but forty minutes. That's a, a big ask for folks. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um so we didn't see a lot of the regulars because it was yeah. such a long And it was a one off because of the pandemic and yeah. Yeah, just yeah. that kind of thing. So um a few plus hopefully back in the same back in its the home location next October. Right. Let's hope we're gonna come back to Enfield, but yeah, I will say this. I I will give it credit where credit's due. Yes. Was it spacious? Yes. Yeah. Uh, better parking? Yes. Uh, was it uh, everybody had masks on? You you weren't on top of each other? You had yeah. plenty of space? Yes. All the things, yes, they had, a, cafe, they had a, um, a little cafeteria area you could eat. Sorry, no. I can see Anna or something crawling behind you on, in your window. Probably uh, Fidget, <laughs> one of the other cats are back there. Um, <laughs> pull the curtain there. Pull the curtain open behind you, and popped in and popped back out again. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I'm in my living room today because it's cool. <laughs> it's cool and dark. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it was okay. It was a good showing. It was a good event. It was just good. I'm not gonna yeah. say it was the best, and it wasn't terrible. It was just flat, middle of the road. It went well. Mm. Uh, but that's just my you know my take on it. everybody obviously has different takes on it yeah um, but you know it is what it is we tried our best and we promoted the hell out of it and hopefully we'll be back in enfield next time and i think the enfield showing will be uh really i i believe it will be a good turnout because that february before the pandemic was amazing yeah yeah it was amazing i'll be back in a normal location where people know where it is and they, they don't have to go looking for it and everything and right yeah totally totally I think uh, yeah yeah so i mean i think it will be a um overall a better experience but we want to be safe yeah want to make sure everybody feels comfortable so mm. because of the pandemic it is tricky it's a tricky dance you know yeah. so yeah no exactly yeah yeah so scott did a great job i mean he got he, yeah. he, found, a, he found a great facility for this and hopefully we'll be back in enfield 
So yeah, but it was, it was exhausting, time. man. I, had to be I up, like, extremely early. Yeah. So. Um. Okay. It's probably the earliest I've been up in. I probably ever or close to ever. <laughs> I okay. My life, and I, this is not bragging. I'm not bragging about what time I wake up every morning. I hate it. Yeah. My cats wake me up the moment the sun just makes an appearance, which is yeah. 5 a.m. The sky starts turning light. Yeah. Uh, so I've been waking up at 5 a.m. I feed the cats. I go back to bed or try to go back to yeah. bed. And I wake up generally between 6 and 6.30. Yeah. Um, and I'm not – This is. there's my cat. I saw it. Yeah, it just pops up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not, this is not bragging. It's like the commercial. Yeah. Nobody cares you woke up early. I yes. am not saying this yeah. is bragging. I wish to God I could sleep in till at least seven, but that's yeah. not in the cards right now. So yeah, um, so yeah, it is what it is. I for you that that's got to be like yeah. No, I was um, not planning and even you you were out of it at all. Actually, at one point I'd been like I'm not getting up that early and driving that far away. Um, but no, I ended up talking to our friend Matt Ryan on Friday. And he told me he threw his back out. No. Oh. And then I saw him on Saturday and I came home. And the first thing I said to Claire was like, I got to go to the show tomorrow. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, Matt can't do it by himself. He could barely move, like literally barely move. Like when I got to his shop on yesterday morning at 630. Yeah. Uh, he was like crawling out of his car like basically falling out of his car to get out of his car because he couldn't <laughs> move so he was that bad so i was like i'm glad i did this so i like i got there and i planned on driving like either driving his car or just riding with him and he was like yeah i can't drive that far i can't so i was like all right so we ended up loading everything into the wife's car because i'm having an issue with mine right now with stuff so yeah so yeah, you're a good friend, Mark. A, that was very was nice of you. It was yeah. like a two-hour drive for me all the way down there. So it's 45 minutes to Matt's shop and another 45 minutes from Matt's shop to where the show was. So Yeah, I, I mean, I, it, I, I, I waited till Saturday night. I packed my car. Yeah. And then, you know, unloading in the morning wasn't that bad. But yeah. loading into the car around three in the afternoon when it's full heat, the sun's yeah. fully out there. Yeah. I was just drenched in sweat. Like Scott is cleaning up. He's drenched. Yeah. Sweat. Everybody's just sweating profusely yeah. because it's just so muggy and humid out. Yeah. Uh man, I five o'clock. Which is I why think, we don't this is why he doesn't do the shows in this time of year. Because he doesn't want to deal with that. Yeah. I rather do cold. October and do... February are the good times. It's you know. Yeah. The only thing you have to worry about is maybe rain or a snowstorm. Snow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I bet, like I was emotionally and physically drained. And yeah. I, I just like five o'clock, man. I, 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 I took a nap until like seven. Mm. I made dinner. I, I just spaced out on some garbage television. I didn't yeah, want to exactly, think about yeah. anything and I just went to bed. Um, yeah. So that was my night, man. I was just done. It was like yeah. a rough weekend. I just wanted, I, I, I'm, I, I'm happy that the show went off well, but I was happy when it was over. Yeah, I could exactly. go home. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I think it was also the building itself. I mean, it was well lit. Yeah. But it was a little darker than usual. A tad and it was very dark. quiet. 
because everything was so spread out. It was eerie. You, I, like, I found myself a couple times like just like nodding off a little bit, like, oh, okay. Near the end of the evening, yeah. no joke, Mark. I my energy was you couldn't bring coffee with you, which sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And around like one thirty, I'm just by myself, and yeah. it's so you're right. It was so muffled, you couldn't yeah. hear anything, and I was just like trying not to fall yeah. asleep. Yeah, it was like yeah, a, I library. Saw a couple. Couple of the vendors were getting kind of, kind of snoozy. They needed music pumped in. Like I have to imagine they, got, they, they had a PA yeah. or something. But yeah. music, um, but it was so quiet. It was yeah. just so. It was so weird. It was eerie. Yeah. It's just because <laughs> it's such a big space. I think that's what. The floor. That floor yeah. probably absorbed all like any very, like yeah. It was very like you don't have like the people walk on the floor sound or anything like that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it muffles everything. It sounds so yeah. quiet in there. Um but yeah, man, what a weekend. Um it was an now experience. We're we're now it's Monday and we're we have another heat wave, our second heat wave. So Yes, exactly. So exciting. It's so exciting, Mark. I, I love the heat waves. Um, so that was my week. I didn't, like I said, I didn't watch anything. I watched Loki this morning for the show. Um, did you, uh, catch up on anything worth noting? Uh, not really, not really watching anything too crazy. Kind of just saving up, getting ready for, uh, it was a big week for trailers, which I know you didn't watch any of them because you don't, you're like anti-trailers now. I, I, I really uh, want going cold. I mean, I don't yeah, know. Man, the Shang-Chi trailer. So good. Maybe I'll watch that. Two big reveals in the Sanctuary trailer well, that were tell, like. You can tell me what those are. Um, we have you know in there's one shot in the trailer where he's underwater, and we see a huge dragon. Okay, so uh, Francia was talking about the dragon. It could be Fing Fang Foom. People are saying it's a possibility. It could just be a dragon. Who knows? Yeah. Now, real uh, then at the very like end of the trailer, dragon? there's a scene where there's like a what was that? Was it a real dragon? I don't know. You don't. No one knows. You can't tell. It's underwater. Ah, oh, I got. I should I watch this trailer? I don't know if it's like a mind dragon or just like an actual dragon dragon. All right, keep talking. I'm gonna bring this up so I can watch it. Okay. And then at the very end of the trailer, there's a like a like a fighting competition going on. And it looks like one of the fighters is Benedict Wong from uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Because it's got like the mystic power shield going. But it looks like he's fighting a returning Abomination. Abomination? We haven't seen Abomination. From the Hulk. Oh, I don't. I think that's too deep. Yeah, it's pretty close. It's pretty obvious. It's him. If you look at the, if you see when you see the trailer, it's a, it's a a minute fifty eight. I'm gonna watch it right now. Okay. And we will cut this part out. So everybody, uh, we will be back in two minutes. Two. Well, we for everybody watching or listening, we'll be back in two seconds. But we went away for two minutes. My life. All right, here we go. The ten. Oh, that's a dragon. All right, all right. I just watched it. Um, that dragon, uh, it could have been a real dragon or it could have been one of those 
uh, like a mystical magical. That's what I'm saying. Thing. It could be like something, yeah, like enough, like not really there or. Yeah, like he's he, an actual like, thing. He's learning how to use it, and it's yeah. like that. Um, like and a, the like a bestiality, like a that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, from and, Mortal Kombat. From Mortal Kombat. Right. Um, and then the ending with um, that monster abomination being inside a cage fighting people that could very well be like a reference to that like it was yeah. captured and it's, yeah. now it's in this fighting ring yeah i mean it'd be kind of a cool way to tie in the first incredible hulk yeah i love that trailer by the way i i, I mean know. i love the good. first one but this one i am stoked i'm so excited for this movie um yeah. i think it's especially cool. for a character that i don't know anything about yeah and couldn't tell you like anything from his world me, me besides the Mandal- the the uh, Mandarin connection. But besides that, I have no idea about anything. I I, I love the ten there. rings and how they can yeah. float under his arm and they come back yeah. in. Yeah, I mean it's real. It's really cool, and I think there's gonna be some awesome fights. Like, yeah, um, I don't know. It looks like a lot of fun. I think it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be one of those Guardians of the Galaxy, right? We we all go in really not yeah. knowing much. And I think it will exceed our expectations and will do very well. Yeah. I believe it will do very yeah. well. Yeah. And then we got another trailer uh, for Suicide Squad, an exclusive trailer. I won't watch. I know you don't want to watch. Because here, let me tell you why. When it comes to comedies, and this is a comedy action movie, yes. they will give you the jokes. And if I've seen that joke more than once, it doesn't have that oomph. So a part of me, I did watch, okay, you know what? I'm lying right now because I did watch the second trailer by accident. It was an advertisement before a, a video I was going to watch on YouTube and I let it play. And I, so I wasn't seeking it out and I just said, okay, I'll, I'll watch it. So I, mm. did, I did watch it. Now that I remember, I did watch it. It didn't repeat any of the jokes or anything from the first no, trailer. There was one new one. Um, there was the, a shot of Starro shooting out stars. The starfish thing and yeah. uh, Waller says it's a starfish. It's like uh, a butthole. And, and then John Cena's like, you know, that means it's like means butthole. Yeah. And she's like, no, no. And he's like, no. no. Um, yeah, that was funny. Um, but I am excited for this movie, and I know it's going to be an HBO Max, but I kind yeah. of want to go in the theater and see it with everybody because yeah. I feel like if it's a comedy, I, you know, watching it by herself, you just don't get the same. Reaction. Exactly. It's not as much as like, and that's what I've heard from a lot of people about the movie that I'm going to talk about in the news, F9, that it was like good to be with other people and watching a film besides your, your, friends and family that you were watching at home with but then like experiencing on the big screen and the whole thing yeah but the main gripe i've heard from a lot of people which we always talk about all the time when we go to the films is there's still a huge amount of trailers at the front of films yeah but we like, like i've heard like 25 minutes of trailers at the front of f9 oh i'm sure i'm sure because they like, really want you to come back much. that's way too many trailers I mean, I think before the pandemic, Mark, I think when we Especially saw... when, like, well, the only thing with me on it is, like, everyone's been home. Everyone's been on their computers. Yeah. Everybody's seen all these trailers already. I know, I know. There's no need to try to get us to come see these movies 
we've been waiting for them for so long at this point. We've seen all the trailers for them. We don't need, there's nothing you're going to surprise us with. Like, oh, here's a new trailer. Oh, That's a, a good point. I, I, I agree with your point, but I will say one thing. Maybe their thinking is seeing a trailer on the big screen with your friends it's going to start a conversation where you go, oh, we should go see that. Oh, we because, yeah, I can watch a trailer on my laptop, which I have been. But seeing on the big screen with your buddies has a different effect. You know, mm-hmm. it's got that. Oh, that does look awesome. So uh, I get what you're saying. But a part of me feels like once you see the trailers in the theater with your friends, then it all of a sudden becomes old times and you're like, Oh, we got to go see, Oh, we should definitely go check that out. You know? So I get it. And I, I think Skywalker before the Skywalker, there was tons of trailers. I think, Oh, it's it's too much. I think we've, we've been getting to that point where it is a 20 minutes of trailers already. It's like to the point where I've heard some people like online, like be like, there should be a thing now where you say like the film starts at this time. Right. But the trailers end at this time. Yeah. So you technically that- have a half an hour to get there. So don't feel like you have to rush to get there, especially if it's like a daytime showing where you're like making time for like at work. Like I, I know I have this amount of time. Yeah. But I can go and watch this film and get, get it in while I'm waiting for something. If you think that the movie's only two and a half hours and then there's a half an hour of trailers in there, now I you're know. adding an extra half hour to your time frame. Yeah. That's a good point. Like it, yeah, it really should say if the movie's at one thirty, the movie's not really at one thirty. It's at no, almost that's two. Yeah. So they should really make it a point to tell you, yeah. or make the movie at one thirty, but put the trailers before that. Yeah, like it, they had, instead of the stupid pre-show thing that no one watches anyways. Put the trailers on that. Just put the trailers during that. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you. I mean, they really should change that up because it does suck when you have to add on 20 minutes to the That's been the time. one bonus of watching the movies at home is not having to sit to the trailers at the beginning. Yeah. And when I start the movie, the movie starts. Yeah. Like, what, a, what a novel concept. I know. Totally. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, but we are, we are all going to go see Black Widow in like a couple weeks. We are. We are. And, We're going and, back uh, to the theater for the first time, July 8th. July eighth. It's like three. It's like three weeks away. Yeah. Or yeah. Um. So that's going to be exciting. Um. It's going to be weird. Are we going to go to Denny's afterwards? I don't know. Is Denny's open near there? The one by my house isn't open. Um. Uh, I I don't know. Yeah, that'd be like we have Fresh to find Fresh a Denny's. Denny's open near Den- and Enfield is open. It looks Denny's like in Springfield on Boston Road is not. Oh, I don't think Denny's and Enfield. They're short staffed. They don't have enough people to keep it open. So. Oh, I don't know if Denny's is 24 hours anymore right now. I think they probably don't have enough staff. Yeah. No one has enough staff to do anything. And plus, because a bunch of slackers are sitting at home. Get the work, you bums. Well, also, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know if the what the Enfield hours are, or, or if they're 24 hours, or if they're back yeah. to that. I don't know. Anyway, um. Getting to the news, Brian. Yeah, let's get to the news. Speaking of movies, over the weekend, uh, F9, I know you're excited to see it in the theaters, uh, racked up $70 million on opening, on its opening day. Holy mackerel. That's a fuck. That's, 
that's like one of the biggest openings. Uh, opening weekend, sorry, the opening weekend was seventy million dollars since twenty nineteen, right? Before it is COVID. the biggest domestic opening since Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker earned one hundred and seventy-seven million. Wow! In 2019. Wow! As for the pandemic record, F nine raced past the opening weekend debuts of Godzilla vs Kong's forty-eight point five million. Yeah, and A Quiet Place Part Two's forty-seven million, and Mortal Kombat's twenty-two point five million. But those ones came out when the pandemic was still in full effect. Basically. Not everybody was vaccinated. Yeah. Um, even before vaccinations were really a thing, I think. Also, this is a huge franchise. So yes. people have been waiting for this movie for a year. It was supposed to come out last year. Yes. This has been delayed multiple times. Yeah. Uh, globally, F9 earned over 400 million, which is crazy. Uh, so I think they'll be making uh, F10, I feel F10's like. a two-part uh, finale to the, oh my the Fast God. Saga. Oh, no, really? They already announced this? Yes, they already announced it. They're already in pre-production for it as we speak. Are you kidding me? I'm not. It's going to be a two-parter? It's a two-part Fast Saga finale. Wow. Then they're going to spin off into individual movies, supposedly. Well, they've already done that with Hobbs and Shaw, but yes. Well, they're bringing then the end from if you have if you haven't seen the F nine yet, you don't want any spoilers. It sucks. Jump ahead now. Why you saw it? Uh, I did not see it, but I've read up on it for the show to oh, talk I, about it. I know a lots of stuff too because yeah. I watch a lot of reviews. So, I guess they set up bringing Shaw or Hob- yeah Shaw, who's Jason Statham's character back into the fold of the main storyline in a post credit scene. Oh, and there's God. rumors that that is going to also bring Hobbs, who was the rock, rock the Dwayne Johnson, maybe uh, he, he back into the storyline as well. Him and Vin Diesel had a beef. Uh, the last him and Vin movie. Diesel had a beef, but I guess during the filming of Fast 9, I also read this, because uh, I read up on that as well. John Cena was the conduit to bring The Rock and Vin Diesel back together. And they're now, the, the beef has been squashed. Interesting. Yes. Because um, Vin Diesel wants to make the the F10, which is a two-part series finale. Right. Uh, the biggest Fast and Furious movies ever. He wants to be able to tie up all the storylines. So he wants everybody to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Wants, yeah. Makes sense. Yes. Now and I guess at the end of Fast well, Nine, yeah. I don't know if you heard about this. No, no. Uh, give us in the, the meal scene, which ends every Fast movie. Oh, because it's about family. It's about family. Wait a minute, hold on. Before you tell me, you know what it is? It's like an Olive Garden commercial at the yes. end of every. It's, it's when everyone's when you, when here, you your family. family. But yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. Save the ending. I just wanted to. I just want to say something. Makes no sense to me. Okay. If it's always been about family, why the fuck are we learning he has a brother nine movies in? He's his real family. I guess the the story is told why he's been not mentioned. Oh, I heard. I heard it's horrible. I heard it's horribly done. Yes. But I guess they do do discuss it, why he's now just appearing. All right. Sorry to interrupt, Mark. Tell me the ending. I want to know what happens. So 
during the meal portion of the the film meal. at the end the olive garden the olive garden the olive garden ad at the end of every fast movie because you're here you're fair uh, the the son i guess the son of dom little yeah. brian i guess the son of dom dom has a kid with rodriguez it's, yes letty. i don't know who letty is her name in the movies letty yes and they named him little brian no why in honor of paul walker's character's name well, is brian oh i didn't know that. but so, so dom turns to his sister who in the movie is with uh paul walker's character yeah and there's an empty chair at the table oh god don't tell me and he, she goes he's on his way and then they cut to outside the house scene that they always have yeah. and paul walker's nissan car from the mass movie he was in pulls into the driveway what yes and that's how it ends that's how the movie ends so, so they're hinting at the fact, and it's been talked about online that there's a possibility they're going to bring back Paul Walker's character. Oh, he was his brother, and they're doing gonna the use... same way they did it in the old movies, and have his brothers play his character. Well, his brother in the very last film, but when he died, yes. they shot some F7. stuff. F seven. F seven. They had his brother come in, and they digitally it's both his brothers. He has two brothers. Well, he's a, his brother looks just like him. I don't know if it's yes, his they have brother. two brothers. He has two brothers, and they both played him. But they digitally masked his face because yes. he's the same stature, same height, yes. and everything, same yes. build. So they digitally would take footage and digitally change the guy's face. Yes. So if they're so if if Paul Walker's estate is like okay. We know you'll be good to our son's legacy. Yes. Now, why did he leave in seven? We know he died in real life, but why in seven did the he? The thing leave? was, is that uh, if I remember correctly, because I think that was the last one I actually watched. It was on HBO or something, so I watched it. I've never seen any of them. But I, if I remember correctly, at the end of F7, uh, Vin Diesel wants. Paul Walker and his sister to not live the criminal life anymore. Oh, all right. So he tells. So he like says he's gonna go off and do his thing, and leave Paul Walker and his sister, and they had a kid. Maybe that's the kid, little Brian. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about that fast saga. Someone can enlighten us later on. But anyways, so. Uh, Vin just leaves to not like because so he doesn't have to say goodbye or something, right? But that's when uh, Paul Walker's character pulls up alongside of him at a stop sign, and they drive like, away. Not leave without saying goodbye, are you? And he's like, "No, yeah. I just didn't like you know whatever." So there's a whole emotional scene that happens, and they play that song, and they play by... the Charlie Puth song, yeah, and then they drive down the road, and then. Paul Walker's character drives off into the sunset. Yeah. And Vin Diesel's character goes the other way. So technically, their characters are still in the storyline. They're yeah. never like wrapped up and said so they're no longer part of the movie. Yeah. Storyline. So technically, that character's still around. Yes. Technically, he's alive in, yes. in the world of Fast and Furious. Yes. But 
And the way because Fast and Furious is, you basically can bring anyone into it. Yeah. Like, like Ben Franklin can show up in Fast Ten, and it'd be they fun. brought they brought the guy back who died in Tokyo Drift. Yeah. He magically came back in this movie, yeah. and they had no explanation. In the past like two movies, he showed up in Fast Seven. He showed up in. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. from the and they brought back the other characters from Tokyo Drift in this movie. Yeah. Like the the kid who was the the American who went over to Japan, Bow Wow, and another one of the racers show up in this movie. And at the end of the movie, they all like reunite with Han, who's been who they thought's been dead for the yes, past but Han's back. Twenty Han's years been back, so. right? Yeah. Um, I see, mean, the one person I think they need to bring back in this Fast Ten finale saga has got to be Gal Gadot's character because that's how she started. No one knew who Gal Gadot was until. Yeah, she was in the Fast and Furious movies. I bet you anything they'll bring her back. I bet you they're. So, I mean, they go... gotta get her. That's gotta. It's gotta be one of the gets they have to get. If they're gonna do a two-parter, because yeah. they gotta soak all that money. Yeah. Uh, they gotta you know, ring this rock dry. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like they're gonna bring everybody in. I yeah. Feel like he is going to bring everyone in. But a two-part is really tricky because the first part's got to be good. Because it's, I mean, these movies make yeah. money, so I guess it doesn't matter. Because I yeah. heard this one, is hor- a lot of the reviewers that I watched, because I had no interest in watching these movies, but I like to see what other people think. Yeah. Majority of people I watched who are fans of this franchise mm. and understand that it's stupid and it's fun yes. and whatever, all pretty much said the same thing that this was not their favorite it was very it felt um everybody kind of rushing through things it was yeah and it jumped the shark completely yes. because they go into they outer go space. The space they go into which is an internet meme it's basically yeah. they took the internet meme and brought it to the big screen yeah um and they said that the characters are like superheroes at this point because they said at one point one guy's head or Vin Diesel's head or someone's head is being smashed through the arches of doorways from the back yeah. of his head. Like, oh, like, boom, boom, oh, boom. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's like full fight scenes with the John Cena and, and Vin Diesel are like throwing each other through walls and stuff. And, and no nothing happens. happens to yeah, them. like they're, they're like totally, totally fine. They're, they're like cartoon characters at this yeah. point. And um, but so I guess what, the shtick with that yeah. is I guess there's something in the movie where there's like, I think it was the last movie. I don't know. Fast eight or something happens where someone gets I don't know, dude. Injected with something. Maybe it's the Olive Garden they're going to. Well, because I guess like Charlize Theron's character is now stood up as like the ultimate bad. She's like the Thanos of the Fast universe. What is she gonna use her bad haircut against them? She looks like a mole. The the whole shtick about that is when she got cast in the first Fast and Furious movie, she would she was still filming think i want to say it was eon flux at the time or something along those lines where she had like a weird haircut in that movie for it but she was on jimmy fallon she said she was filming a movie right before she went to film well, the she fast was movies all the mad max she was bald maybe it was that but yeah. she had like a weird haircut and they couldn't like figure out a way to make her hair look uniform like even with wigs and stuff like nothing was working yeah so they just decided to go with this random haircut that she had. It looks so bad. It's a so bad hair. it's a that's bad her way. character's haircut now. So, oh god, 
I guess uh, she's some kind of agent of chaos or something that she's trying to like take over, take the world down or something. I mean, a part of me, you know, has always been like morbid. Because when she came in, she had like corrupted Vin Diesel. Like they had to get Vin Diesel back because she had like turned him against turned him, him into some supervillain or something. I don't I remember know. that was like the story from Fast Eight. It was like save Dom or something. They had save like, Dom. Yeah, like he had been injected with some serum or something that made him angry. Well, I think like I, I don't know. I don't know the actual stories. I stopped watching after Fast Seven. Um, I'm more to me when the, when Paul Walker died, there was no other reason to keep doing the movies. That was your perfect ending. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Each guy goes off into his own world, and that's it. Now they're just like pulling like the the money drawers basically at this point oh, they're just oh, cashing, yeah. cashing in on a franchise that is already now two movies past its prime expiration date yeah but obviously we'll get the numbers so it's not yeah look at the numbers i mean it's then we might the thing is though it's way, like the numbers what kind of what type of movie are fast movies now they're not they're not car chase movies no no there's no car uh, they're action. not heist movies. They're just action movies. They're just Mind- like random action movies. They're not mindless like, no... action movies. Yeah. Um, if I had to uh, compare them to anything, I would say they're like the they're like Transformer movies at this point. They're just they're destruction movies. That's yeah. what I think should be a new genre: destruction yeah. movies. People get they're destroyed. just movies where destruction happens. Yeah. Explosions. Yes. <laughs> car wrecks. Buildings collapsing. But no one ever talks about like outside those movies, like the amount of damage that is caused by these movies. Because they're not the, you're not supposed to this take This all just kind of just doesn't, yeah. Yeah, but Mark, I was trying to say before, a part of me has always been morbidly curious to watch them, but then I was like, I don't know. It just seems like too much work. It's like and watching I, a train wreck. You don't want to watch it, but it's happening and you want to see it. Well, I think this is why I've always watched view reviewers talk about them um yeah. my favorite is um uh how did this get made yeah they always have adam scott come on mm. and they always talk anytime there's a new fast movie how does this get made it's adam scott and they review it so i kind of know all these movies because of how did this get made yeah. um, because they talk about the whole movie um so that's i, I kind of know the premise <laughs> I got a cat. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm just, just passing by. Don't mind me. Passing by. He's <laughs> a cutie. Um, just but to, just want to annoy you for five seconds. Yeah, he's coming back. He's he's got things to do. Now you're gonna he, pet me now. Now he must pet me because I'm oh here. Oh God! Now he's making pancakes on me. When I pancakes? Mean, yeah, he he does. Oh, like, he's kneading on you. Kneading yeah. a, he's making pancakes. Yeah. He's kneading. He's like, mm-hmm. is that fidget? Is that that's fidget? Yeah. Yeah. He's. We've had him for a year. This July. He's. Yeah. I was oh. telling Claire, and I don't want to like, I don't, I don't know if I was want to spoil it, but we're talking about the possibility of an animal. Yeah, you're saying. And uh, yeah. So. I love cats, man. Cats a good, good animal. Yeah, I think we'd lean more towards the cat than the dog because it's just less work. Yeah. I mean, with a cat, you don't have to go walking. Not multiple cats. Oh, listen, we're we just want. We wish we were just a one cat, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, 
you know, it is what it is. But we want yeah. to just what when it comes down to just being fidget, it's just gonna be him. Um yeah. uh, you know, Buddy was my grandma's cat. I had to take him in. Yeah. And Petunia yeah. was our first cat. But and fidget, I, I wanted fidget because Pounce died. So yeah, it's really yeah. ultimately my fault. But yes, it, is it is what it is. As always, yeah. Um I love them too much. My heart's too big. Yeah. Um anyway, I don't know. Um The fast movies, they happen. If they you like happen. them good for you if not whatever a part of me wants to either re-listen to all the how did this get made podcasts of all the fast movies before this 10 comes out yeah or try to watch the tv versions of these movies so i can like um well, you know they're gonna end up on one. hbo max or something sooner or later i mean they must all no, be they're gonna be on paramount plus because they're paramount. oh okay I, think they're well, there paramount. You go. I knew they'd be on one of those wait they're services. universal they're universal movies so they'll be on the peacock Oh yes, they'll be in Peacock. Yes. Yeah. They must be on there now. So yeah, I could try to like yeah. put one on and just like start from the beginning and yeah, watch it just go right off that cliff. Yeah, so. they slowly go downhill after a certain amount of them. Yeah. But anyways, Brian, I know you're uh, a big uh, action figure collector. Yes. And I don't know if you heard about this that uh, Star Wars original trilogy uh, as releasing. Uh, the Star Wars toys are releasing in not uh, Black Series, but they're called the Star Wars Milestones Series. I'm looking this up as you're talking. Uh, and the first of the series, one of uh, six, yeah, is Luke Skywalker, Return of the Jedi. Milestone figures? It's estimated delivery is February of 2022. Pre-order is happening now. It ends in 24 days. It's a 12 inch tall PVC material. Uh, it's manufactured by Diamond Select. Dude, you know how much these things are? Yes, $250. Yeah, Luke is 230. Uh, Darth Vader will be 549. Oh my God. These things are basically just like articulated, like fully scanned almost from the movie. Right, right. I mean, they look gorgeous, but yeah. Uh, the Mandalorian with the child is going to be three twenty. Uh, the Bubba Fat is two twenty, which I would maybe get. Ray is one eighty four. BB eight is one thirty nine. Uh, Obi Wan's gonna be two thirty. A stormtrooper is two fifty. I don't know if I would pay two fifty for a stormtrooper because they're just so generic looking. I, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Princess Leia one eighty four. Whew. Man, oh, man. <coughs> yeah. They are nice looking though. Mm. Interesting. Uh, I, I, I kind of slow down in the Star Wars toys buying i mean they really haven't put anything out that's excited me anymore and maybe yeah. i i really just only been collecting like mandalorian type like bubba fat mandalorian uh that kind of stuff that's kind of been where my new love is so mm. um I stopped buying the black series so I, I feel like i have all the ones i want unless i see something brand new but 
I have it. Yeah. And they're expensive. But yeah, so that's a thing that's going on out there right now. Uh, going off of your uh, talk of uh, Boba Fett, or Boba Fett, whichever you prefer. Boba Fett. There's been two big news stories concerning uh, him this past week. Uh, Lego announced new toys coming, and one of them is uh, the ship that Boba Fett flies around in. Yeah. But per Lego, by direction of Disney, yeah, the name of the ship is no longer the name of the ship anymore. Why? Well, it's now just called Boba Fett's Starship. What's wrong with that? Slave One is no longer the name of the ship. Oh. You're, oh, Slave One. Oh. Oh, oh, because that was the uh, the name in the prequels, right? Slave yes, one. the name in the original trilogy, yes. Yeah, the original trilogy. Yes. Um and the thought process is because of what it's, the name is, that yes, it's no so longer like, appropriate to call it that. So they've now just calling it Boba Fett Starship, which might be a different name once the book of Boba Fett comes out. But Starship sounds fine. I like yeah. that name. I guess there's I mean, a, a big uproar in the Star Wars fandom that uh, uh, really? the name has Come been changed. Yeah. No way. Not in the Star Wars fandom. Yes, there's I know. never right? a people so it's always kosher with everybody I know, I know so second big news in the world of boba fett yeah uh spoiler if you're watching bad batch and you don't want to know this Help. go like a couple minutes ahead so that way you don't get uh spoiled in the recent episode of bad batch yeah uh we find out the reason why omega the the young girl that's in the story of bad batch is so important is because she is the only other successful direct clone of Django fed so the other like direct clone of Django fed that wasn't pumped with the age acceleration and everything which is why the clone army is aged so quickly. Yeah. Uh, was called Alpha, who was given the name Boba by Django Fett. Right. And Omega is this character that's now in Bad Batch, yep. which makes Omega Boba Fett's sister. Well, where did she come from? She is made from Camino. No, I know that, the... but how did how did uh Django Fat not know about her? How did she become a secret? Because he was not told that they made a female version. Okay, so what are they is this yet again protect the child scenario? Yes. It's just like Mandalorian but bad yes. batch. Yes. Now, why? Why protect this child? Why? Why is she so important? What? What? What could she? Because she is the only direct descendant, basically, direct clone of Jango Fett that the the Kaminoans have access to. Because Boba Fett, in story, this takes place after Clone Wars, right? 
Boba Fett has already gone off to be Boba Fett. So they can't get him back. So, so. The, the Empire, well, not the Empire. No, the Kaminoans want, want her back. Want her back as she, because the Empire has taken control over Kamino and they have all the the DNA and everything of Django and everything and they're under that control. So now the only way to keep making clones per se is her. Is her. Interesting. Yeah. I, I wonder if this will somehow tie into the Emperor. Yes, that's what I think. That's what they're heading towards. To kind of fill in the blanks because yes. of uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Bad yeah. Batch is doing a very good job of retconning a lot of oopsies that have been made. I'll say. Uh, if I know you're not a fan of the cartoons, but if you're uh, a fan of Star Wars, I would say I know Matt Ryan has said it's he doesn't like that it's kind of a slow paced show at the beginning, the first couple episodes. But it's really doing a great job of bridging the gap between the Clone Wars cartoons, which bridge the gap to Rebels. So this is like the that that gap that was left at the end of Clone Wars and before Rebels starts. This is like that bridge. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, well, once all sixteen episodes comes out, or it's close to maybe I yeah, just put yeah, it you on. Yeah, loots through them and get through them all. It just seems like. 16's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. Because you're at the halfway mark? So yeah, I'm just hitting the halfway point, yeah. Oh my god. This feels like yeah, it's yeah. been on forever. Yeah, um, been on huh? I mean, this is how normal shows last, really. It's just we're so trained now to only watch eight episodes of a show. I like that. Or blitz through them and get them all done in a day. That now, like, having to sit through an actual length of TV shows is too tasking for our feeble minds. No, I don't mind eight weeks, but 16, it just seems Ugh, like so long. Horror. 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 All four months. How dare you? Well, speaking of which, Mark, we got to talk about Loki. We got to end this yes, show. But before on. we get into Loki. What? Uh, for your Transformer fans out there, uh, in honor of the movie's 35th anniversary, God, we're old. Uh, they are releasing a Blu-ray Steelbook 4K UHD version. The cartoon, right? Of the Transformers, the movie. The cartoon. The cartoon. Nice. I, I would pick that up. That was a great yes. movie. Yes. Yeah. Originally, when you mentioned that before we started recording, I thought you were talking about the Michael Bay movie. And I'm like, no, well, no. why? The actual Hot Rod, Death of... Optimus Prime movie. Right, right. Birth I of cried. Gravitron. I cried as a kid. Yeah. I mean, that was G.I. Joe dying. I cried. Uh, Transformers movie, I cried. And then Never Ending Story when the horse gets sucked in the quicksand. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Was childhood traumatizing for us back then? It was, yes. man. Movies weren't as fun and happy as they are nowadays. Yeah, now it's just like... They used oh, to make you work for it. They used to make you have to break it down. Break you up, build you up. Now even just... ET was a, was a. I've talked about it many times. Gut oh wrencher. my gut wrencher! Punch you in the gut. 
when he gets sick. Oh my oh, god. god. You think he's gonna die and the whole yes. thing and then he leaves and he says goodbye to Elliot and the whole thing and they have to like he has to say goodbye to his friend and I know. You know you'll never see each other again. And, ugh. Oh, so so sad. Terrible. Um but anyways, these are they're not I will pick crazy that up expensive. You can get them on the uh on Amazon right now, they're having a 33% off sale for these. How much are they going for? Uh, $21.99. That ain't bad. Includes the 4K bad. restoration of the original movie, a 2016 performance by Stan Bush. I'm assuming that's the, the guy that did this, the song for the movie. A comprehensive documentary of the movie, commentary track, and more extra features. Nice. Uh, 4K Blu-ray and regular Blu-ray included. Nice. Or you can go to Shout Factory. Uh, if you order directly from Shout Factory for $28.43 right now, you can uh, order the movie and get a limited edition lithograph. That's cool. Which looks pretty awesome. Uh, I think it might be a must-get. Yeah. No, I'm looking at the lithograph right now, and it's definitely... I'm definitely... It's funny. This. It's like it, the lithographs I've acquired through the years, they just sit somewhere in a, in a box. Yeah, and the lithograph has sold out as of May 25th. Yeah. So. I, yeah, okay. Yeah. I figured as much. Um, yeah. But that's awesome. The steel book is cool. Uh, steel books yeah. are nice. So. Yeah, so your bonus features are uh, 4K original film elements, feature link storyboards, including deleted, alternate, and extended sequences. Uh, the Fathom Events 30th Anniversary Featurette, uh, including Stan Bush's acoustic performance of The Touch and Dare. Mm-hmm. So all are one, a comprehensive documentary looking back at the Transformers, the movie with members of the cast and crew, uh, audio commentary, archival featurettes that include the death of Optimus Prime, the casting characters, and a Transformers Q&A, animated storyboards, original theatrical trailers, and the TV spots for the movie. Nice. So you can get all that right I now. I like it. For $21.99 on Amazon. All right, Mark. All right. Loki. Yes. Episode. Three? Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. We only got three yeah. more left. Yes. This is an interesting episode. I, you know what? In the beginning, it was interesting. Like, I'm like, hmm, this is, where is this going? And by the end, I wanted more yet again. Um, yeah. And uh, it's not, it, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was an awesome episode. It, to me, felt like a really cool kind of cool it reminded me a little bit of doctor who very um, much doctor who that's exactly what i was thinking when i saw it yeah um but things didn't go as planned in this episode spoilers um which i liked because at first i'm like so they have to charge their little doodad okay yes. they got to charge it so they it's basically like when stewie and brian and family guy time travel and their little time traveling machine breaks they have yeah. to go fix it so they can go back home. It's exactly this plot 
Um, but I like they were like, you're gonna charge it from this generator. I'm like, how much power is this little thing? It's like a phone. What does it need? And then before even that, we got the very going wrong. Yeah, but before even all that, the very episode starts with the girl that Sylvie. Yeah. Who we think like as the, the female that they're that they've been sent to track down is sitting at a table with the girl that she kidnapped and they're eating Mexican food, I'm assuming, or some sort or some kind of food. Well, they're at a restaurant. Having yeah, they're at a restaurant. And you're thinking like, my thing is, this is weird. Why is she like putting her into this weird memory or weird simulation? And she's trying to figure out where the timekeepers are. Yeah. On the planet. Yeah. So she finally tells her that they're in the gold elevator, use a gold elevator to get to them. So then you get to the scene that we saw from last week where she's sitting in the security office and then the episode starts. But then we find out later in the episode that she wasn't simulating a a memory for her. That was one of her memories. Yeah. And then all the TVA people are variants. Yeah. That are kidnapped. Kidnapped out of the timeline. To work for them. To work for the TVA. They're enslaved. Yeah. And none of them know. Yep. Someone on Reddit noticed that the 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 people who work there, the guards, they have something similar on their uh armor that's similar to the uh uh neck thing they put on Loki to control him. Um so I'm wondering if it's similar to that, the mind control. But we also learned from the female Loki, Sylvia. Is it Sylvia or Silva? Silva? Sylvie. Sylvie. That, um, you know, she's like those fascists, you know, uh, why would you work for them? Like, and so they're not at the good guys here. They are, I mean, they might perceive themselves the hero of their own story. Like a lot of Marvel villains have started to become Thanos. One of them, they find themselves to be the hero of their own story. They think what they're doing is right. And I think this is another uh, case of that where they feel they're doing what needs to be done to keep the universe together. Um, But they're enslaving people from Earth to do such a thing. So we got some information. I I thought that was good. Um, Just a little bit of dialogue in the middle of the episode. Uh, I thought the action in this episode was really good. Um, Seeing Loki kick some ass. Those two are great together. Um, It's like they great chemistry. Now we know where that screenshot came from. Like John... People are saying it's Black Widow. It's like, no. That's that's not the shot that they showed, though, in the trailer. It was those those two on that planet. Yeah, but it might be from the next episode because they didn't show that shot in this episode. No, but they were sitting... Honestly, that shot... It could be the next episode. It could be, but that it's not Black Widow. It's her and Loki sitting. Yeah, Yeah, it could be from the next episode, but it's... um, So there's a theory online. I'm just throwing this at you. Uh, The word lamentus in Latin, translates to the mind. 
Okay. And the theory online is that they didn't, that she didn't go into another planet using the, the, the keyboard thing. That they, that they traveled into Loki's mind. And Sylvie is trying to figure out what makes Loki a Loki. Because that's why they were able to, he was able to stop the building from falling, which is a power he doesn't really have. In this move, in the episode, he like, a building falls. Yeah. He stops it and then puts pushes the building it. back into the air again. Yeah, he pushes it right back to where it was. He has his power. I mean, that's power. like either time power or a brain power. That's like another power he's like exhibited before, is what people are saying. Oh. So there's a whole theory online that that they didn't go to an actual planet and they're just on like in his own mind this is all happening which is why there's no like why how would the time cops follow them there if they don't know where he is or like or the you know well no those aren't those are the guards no i know what i'm saying there's no way for the time cops to follow them there because there's not they didn't actually go to a location they're actually in like a simulation of some sort i mean i could buy the theory because there was one moment in the episode, she knew. Well, if she's she's hidden there before, she knows yes. where to go. Yeah. But they knew where to go. To take the train. Yeah. And then the city is going to have the. They were going to try to take off, but it got yeah. destroyed at the end. So yeah, she still, just walks away like no big deal. No, I, to me, she walked away like, oh, we're screwed. I'm not, yeah. you know, like I give up. And he's just kind of like, oh, f this i yeah. can't believe I, that's what i got out of it like she was just like oh, i'm yeah. done i'm done you know yeah. this is ridiculous um i don't know it's a good theory but i don't know if i buy it just yet yeah i mean because it's a planet we've never heard of in the mcu before well they said like um, making a whole new planet into the story of the mcu is usually there's some connection to the rest of the universe. It's not like it's just a, here's a random planet. Well, no, it says the planet was introduced in the pages of Annihilation Conquest Prologue, a very short that establishes the modern incarnation of Guardians of the Galaxy. Exists Mm. in the outer rim of the Kree Empire and is filled with scavengers trying to gather uh, sacred resources via force. Um, but to be clear, the events of Loki episodes do take place in Lament 1, a moon of Laments that is the planet itself that is breaking up, crashing into the moon, not the other way around. Yeah. Interestingly, while the lighting chose for the episode were mostly defined in a very specific story choice, choice more, um, it's also in keeping with the way Lament was colored and the, the, and the only comic appearance it's like a very purplish kind of haze. So they're saying it was in the comics. Okay. Um, but you know, it's different from the show. I don't know. I yeah. don't want to I don't want to say this is inside Loki's mind. I feel like they were really there. I feel like they're really there. Um, and they're really trying to escape. Like I said it was just a and That's there is like another theory that Sylvie is not a Loki. But that she's uh, enchantress. 
Yeah, that's what John was saying too. Enchantress and a lot of people are, and she he she does enchant people. He says it. He goes, "You can't enchant me," because yeah. she puts her her hands on them and enchants them. And I think the way Marvel does things, sometimes they don't come out and say their name. They don't go out of the bat. You're Scarlet Witch. She earned that title. Um, yeah. So I think this woman could be enchantress um, because she enchants people totally. I totally buy that. Yeah. So uh, to debunk the enchantress thing, uh, it has been revealed recent merchandise for the Loki show uh-huh. officially shown that she is named Sylvie Laffendotter as opposed to Loki Laffin's son. Because mm-hmm. she would be a multi daughter as opposed yeah. to the son. Yeah. So that'd be why people are saying that she might have powers of Enchantress, but she's really just Loki. Yeah, and a different, different universe. Different and, universe. And they talk yeah. about that on the train. You know, he says, yeah. uh, spoiler alert, you know, I was adopted. You, you were adopted. And she was like, oh, I was told. So they were yeah, like yeah. kind of swapping stories to see how close their lives were, which was kind of cool. Um, mm. I loved that whole train sequence when uh, she falls asleep and Loki just gets drunk and starts like having a grand old time and he's singing and stuff. That was a lot. That was so cool. Um, that's the Loki I miss, you know? Uh, but there was an old guy who noticed them and took off and got the guards and that's the guards knew about them. That's the point yeah. of no return. And they threw him out the window. They knew these guys Around the loose. So the guards knew what's happening. So I don't buy that it's there inside his head because the guards have been looking for him the whole time. There's a lot of them. Yes. Tempads is the word that you're looking for for the device that she was using. Yeah. I mean, it looked like it would be recharged in like 10. It's like a small little uh, phone thingy. Well, you think like if they have like, time powers they could hold off having to charge their devices you know what i think i think that it wasn't broken look that was a that was a, a loki a loki uh trick it wasn't really the temp pad that he that was all falling apart and everything i i think he has it on him and it, it's fine i think he he showed he pulled the trick on her yeah and i think there's a reason for that because I was just like, really? I don't believe what, anything that Loki does. So mm-hmm. when he pulled it out, I'm like, I mean, how, look how easily he turned into that woman's got, uh, husband, you know, to try to yeah. fool her. Um, so I think Loki wants control of the situation and to control her is to say that it's broken. So it I don't know. I feel like they're somehow going to get, they're going to escape somehow. Obviously they will. Um, but I don't know. I don't think it's broken. I'm, that's my prediction. It's not really broken. Yeah. I could be wrong. I feel like it's a trick. I feel like he's tricking her. I don't know. What do you think, Mark? No, maybe. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's very it's plausible. Very plausible. I did. I did get a very uh, Snowpiercer vibe from the train scenes. Like only the rich are allowed on the train, and then the poor can't get on. Right. Right. Uh. So that was very interesting. Uh, but it's just it was very tongue in cheek. A lot of tongue in cheek stuff between the two of them. Like they're both kind of like feeling each other out. Like who, like what's your deal? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're like, learning. Like you're about- saying with like the oh, I was adopted. Like her being like, oh yeah, I was told. Doesn't mean that she actually was told that. I think she's just kind of like they're both trying to see how much they could say to each other and what they believe each other's saying kind of right. thing. Yeah. They're very similar. Yes. They both could be playing each other. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be interesting. I, the next, the last three episodes, I love this episode a lot. I like the way this is going. I love the, I love, I love the fact that it, it doesn't like, there's really no, like what's going to happen. Like, you don't really know. There's no, like... That's one thing that Marvel does well with their shows. There's no, like, this is what's next. Yeah. Because you don't really know what's next. Like, you have no idea what's going to happen in episode four. Yeah, totally. Besides that they're on the planet still. Like, you don't know, like, how this is going to turn out. I I mean, they will survive. not easy to figure out is what I'm trying to say. It's not. It's not. I, I I feel like that communication, that little thing is going to be, he, he didn't break it. So I feel like yeah. he's messing with her. But I could be wrong. Um, how will they charge it? How will they get something so they can time travel back? I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, I mean. I mean, the end credits, there are photos, like file photos of the two of them together. Like on that planet, because he's wearing the uniform, the guard uniform. Yeah. So the TVA knows where they are, or at least someone knows where they are. I just thought of something, though. There's electricity on the train. He could have charged it on the train. He could have. And then when they jumped out, he. While she was napping, he could have been charging it this whole time. Yep. And he could have projected that it broke. So it gets her going. And yeah. he can learn he uh, like for his own because he's because well, he's trying to figure out his own deal too. So he could be trying to figure out get information out of her. Yeah, thinking that tricking her into thinking that there's no way off the planet. Right. Yeah. So they have to work together, and since she has to trust him. Honestly, I'm like they were on a train. There's electricity there. He could. Yeah. Easily... Why would he be singing the song and making all this noise and making a big commotion? Right. If he wasn't trying something else. Yeah, I, I feel like he charged it. He projected that it broke. And the other thing is, the other thought I have on it is, could they still be on the train? No, they jumped out the window. But could that be all Loki messing with her head? Could Loki be in her that's, brain? Uh, in her head? No, I don't think. I don't think that's this kind of show. That's why I don't buy that. I don't feel like that's well, it. no, because she was just did the same thing to, she did that to the the girl that she was, that she kidnapped. He she was doing that, the mind meld thing with her enchanting. That's her ability, and he said you. Loki can't has enchant- the way of showing like a what's not real. He's done that before. 
Yeah, but like he was in the when he was in the his prison cell, it was all tore apart. He was projecting that as a the real thing, and people were like, whoever came in and saw it was like Loki, knock it off, and he like took the illusion down. Yeah, and he was just laying on the bed. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that might be a too big of an illusion for him. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he's. I feel like we're forgetting how powerful Loki's powers are. Yeah, but we saw them fighting. We saw. Why would she just fall asleep? A lot. Because they were both tired. I know, but that's just kind of strange that she would just take a nap. I don't know. I, I, I do agree with this. I think that he charged it. I think he projected it. it's broken. I yeah. don't think he's he created an entire city. He can only create things he's seen. So he can't just make up a world he's never seen before. Um, you know? Who knows? We'll find out Wednesday. Because when they said... On Loki. When they said, where's your tickets? I was just like, wait a minute. He could have just made tickets. But I, I think it's because he doesn't know what the ticket looks like. So he can't just magically make something he's never and a little nod i don't know if you noticed or caught that the the two guards names were the names of uh bill paxton and michael bean's characters from aliens was it in the credits no it was private is private hudson was one of them yeah and that's one of their the characters names and the other one was uh corporal something but they were there like their last corporal like, something? Corporal, i can't remember the guy's name oh, now. all right but I, know I caught Private Hudson, and that was, uh, I think, Bill Paxton's name in uh, Aliens. I, yeah, I think whatever Michael Bean's character was name was Corporal, whatever. I don't remember them saying their names at all, but. Well, I think it was on their their uniforms. Yeah. Um, this is Private and Corporal, and then. Oh, like, okay. Um. And his plan worked to get them on the train where she was just like, no, it needs to have a, a part A. I'm like, oh, my God, she's yeah. overcomplicating things. Yeah. Like he got you guys. He got you on the train. Yeah. My God. They didn't have to show tickets. They just like you just walked her right on. And he enchanted the guy. Um, yeah. But I know. Come on, guy. Come on. Yeah. He, he did the job. Um, so he yeah. can enchant then. You just said. No, she did. She touched his arm. Oh, okay. And then she was just like, oh, he, he was all of a sudden, he was like, oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was called this morning. Yeah. To tell him that yeah. So she can enchant people. She can't enchant him because he said, mm. I have too strong of a mind. Yeah. Um, and Loki's never done, he's never enchanted, but he's a magician. He could make illusions. That's not true because he's enchanted. Uh, well, he had the Tesseract at the time, but he yes. enchanted uh, Selvi and. Uh, Ooh, Dr. Sylvie. Sylvie. That was a Tesseract, person. though. That was a Tesseract. Yes. Yeah, and I'm remembering that now. But yeah. I was saying he had yeah. enchanted Hawkeye and those yeah. other people. that wasn't him. Um, yeah. He was using Tesseract to do, you know, yes. his bidding. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Well, I think that, I mean, for me, it's another 10. It's another 10. Yeah. I'll give it a 9. You give it a 9. Holding out for the 10 until a big, big thing happens. It was a nine up until the midway. And then I really liked that ending. So yeah, it's another 10 for this It was a very 10. Doctor Who episode. That was very Felt much Doctor, Doctor Who-ish. Yeah. And I'm like, part of me is like, man, I wish they could give Doctor Who this kind of budget or 
the what they're doing with um and how they're filming these yeah. and I'll give them the technology because man they could really improve Doctor Who yeah you know and but also shows like for me it was more of a, I don't want to say less comedic or less less comedy in Doctor Who and more serious Doctor Who like actiony Doctor Who I like that better than I think I like the Doctor Who we have now. What do you mean? Seems to be more comedy and stuff driven. Well, you always had comedy in there. But I mean, I think, kind of think like like David Tennant era Doctor Who. That's what this yeah. reminded me of. Oh, yes. Yes, totally. Like I Matt Smith and Jodie Whittaker and Peter Capaldi's Doctor Who's were more story and not like a lot of action and totally space adventures yeah yeah um but yeah great episode man i i am excited yeah. to see this wednesday if i remember mm. i'll try to watch it or on friday i i yeah i, I usually so wait till bad batch i watch bad batch then loki yeah I, i'm so thrown off because that's of my wednesday. friday mantra bad routine batch loki. oh man and then i mean i can't believe we only have three episodes left and then black widow oh, i know yeah that's gonna be good all right mark it's been a show sorry and then what if and what if in july yeah i'm excited for that That just next month yeah i thought it's a week away it's this weekend baby this weekend is july i know oh my god next week is the black widow july 8th yeah which is next week no yes yes next thursday Oh, so Loki ends the week after then, not the week of. I thought Loki ends the week of Black Widow coming out. You kept saying that. So I'm all I thought out. that, but I guess the, the map doesn't work out. Yeah, it doesn't work out. Four is the 30th, five is the seventh, and then the 14th will be the sixth. Right. Because you kept saying they don't have it on a Friday because it's going to lead in. And I'm like, I don't think so. But now, there's, yeah. Yeah. It's just on Wednesdays because Bad Batch is on Fridays and they'll they'll probably pick, yeah. you know, I think they probably just want they don't want everybody going on Disney all on one day. I feel like server-wise it will crash. I feel like they're like, okay, we got to have people, yeah. we got to spread it out because imagine on Friday they had like three new shows. Well, because they're probably going to also release other movies on Fridays on Disney Plus. Like Black Widow will come out on a Friday yeah. on Disney Plus. Yeah besides being in the theaters so they figure people won't watch loki on a friday if they're gonna watch black widow because you can only watch one thing you can only watch one thing that's it you're like i watch this one thing and i'm done for the day yeah i can't watch two things yes too much watching too much things going on i just think it's a server thing i feel like it's a certain like uh hbo could just be just a random thing could just been just the random let's give loki his own day HBO crashed. Else. HBO crashed not that long ago for something they yeah, had forcing on. everyone to follow, get everyone off the the thing of Friday, only watching on Fridays. Yeah, I mean these servers. I mean when tons of people hop on, they do crash yeah. and people get pissed. Yeah. So I get it. It makes sense. That's what I'm thinking too. Is like if you're everyone jumping on to watch Black Widow or Cruella yeah. or whatever those movies are on a Friday. And then you also have all the Loki people jumping out at the same time. And the bad and all the bad people. batch people yeah. jumping out at the same time. 
Yeah, they're, they're spreading it's it a, out. The crash. Out. Crash happens. Crash. 3 a.m. in the morning on a Friday. Disney Plus shuts down. Not a good time. Yeah, because everybody will wait till mid- it's true. There's people who will wait till midnight. Because they get everyone. That's when the shows come out. 3 a.m. on Friday morning. Yeah. Because it's midnight on the West Coast. Gotta be. The, that's I when got, the shows drop. I gotta be the first one who sees it, man. And I gotta go on social. All those YouTubers, media. they gotta watch it and then YouTube about it right afterwards. I watched a new Loki before you. Yeah, you gotta get that Hashtag, content out first. Yeah. Gotta be the first one to be the first reviewer of it. We're the last. That's what we're fine with being. We're fine with that. We're fine with being the last place you come to talk about Loki or anything. Because we wait until after it's been talked about. Because we do our shows on Monday. Yes, we don't move around. We don't, unless we have to for holidays. Yeah. All Holiday right, Mark. Holidays. We'll wrap this up. Yes. It's almost it's lunchtime. Um, oh, man. We will be back next week. We will. With Loki, a uh, bunch of news, Geekonomics on Twitter, like us on the Facebook, and we're on iTunes. Give us a yeah. five-star review; that'd be fantastic. And um, we'll see everybody in a week. We will. And congratulations to Ben and Brian on a long and successful run of Twin Peaks Unwrapped. Oh, you guys did quite years. the service for all the Twin Peaks fans. I am not one of them, but I'm sure all of them did a fantastic job. And they all love you. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of good response. Yes. So this this episode that came out today is for all our listeners because we we play a bunch without of the listeners, podcasts. there wouldn't be a show. Exactly. So uh, this episode technically for them. there wouldn't be. I mean, there wouldn't be there if we put out two episodes and nobody listened to us. We probably that'd be this show. We are doing good, Mark. <laughs> we have actually picked up listeners. I know. I know. I'm just joking. Our, this show has fluctuated between. It's Watch like, your mouth. It's, it's a family like, show. I know. It's uh, <laughs> peaks and valleys. This show. It has its yes. peaks. It has its valleys. We're in a peak. Uh, we're in a peak. And we appreciate on, all of you watching yeah. and listening and pumping on board. Yeah. And uh, let's keep the train rolling. Chugga chugga. As Loki choo, would say. Choo. See everybody next week, everybody. Bye now. Thank you